0: Thanks for downloading this show from PC One. Before we get rolling, here's a word from one of the folks who helped bring you this podcast. The following program is a Podcast podcast1.com presentation. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready
1: for some major realness.
0: Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, Him and Her. Uh-huh.
2: And I'm back again. Lauren never lets me do intros like that, but today she's a little under the weather. so you and me and everyone out there can have a little fun. get a little energy into the intro. Lauren, when you listen to that back, just hear the difference hear the hear the power, hear the thunder that's Europe, the band you're up there, an eighties band that I enjoy. And um, I just thought that, you know, I'd come in with a little bit of fire today because I'm solo right now. So, anyways, we're back, we're live. And we're here to bring you another show And I guess when I say we, uh, I mean Lauren as well She is feeling under the weather right now and could not be here to do the intro But we did record in the studio last week And we have a really good show for you guys today We have our friends Bronson and Wesley Christensen And we're going to talk kids and family, everything in between You know, Brono, as we call him over here, Bronson And Wesley have three beautiful kids And, um, you know, they're here giving us advice, what we're, what we're in for, what we can expect. They've done an amazing job raising a great little family and Lauren and I wanted to get the lowdown. But before we get into the interview, I want to tell you guys and let you guys know, if you don't already know, I know some of you do that Lauren and I started a skinny confidential him and her facebook podcast group and in this group you know we want it to be a really productive place we're primarily going to discuss the show and things discussed on the show whether it's branding relationships Life hacks, tips, advice, Um, anyone can ask, anyone can engage. I want it to be a space uh, where people can get value and be productive and help others. And, you know, you guys can request guests on the show. And maybe, you know, if it's one of those guests that's hard to get, maybe we can all band together and hit up their inbox or spam their social accounts and get them to come on the show. Yeah, so if you get a chance, go ahead over to Facebook and check out the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast group. You know, Taylor and I are in there. Lauren started a little uh, Facebook group for the Skinny Confidential on her own and banned all men. So... You know, Taylor and I were not allowed in And any of the other men listening to this show So this is a place where everyone is welcome Everyone can come in, contribute If you guys have any hacks or tips or tricks I want to learn about them uh, I know Lauren does too Taylor, maybe even, he could use a couple of tips himself I just want it to be a place where everyone can come together And kind of share and get some value This weekend I had a mean hangover And I asked the group what I should do And I got a lot of good advice so go ahead and check that out. And with that, we'll jump right into the interview.
3: This is Norman Lear with my great sidekick, Paul
1: Hip. Good to be here with you, Norman, on All of the Above.
3: That's the name of my podcast, All of the Above. And uh, it's called All of the Above because we're going to talk about All of the Above. There isn't anything sacrosanct.
2: There's nothing too above us or below us. Um, or
3: below us. us. Well, certainly nothing too below oh. us. But we have had guests you cannot believe. Yeah. Guests.
4: Julie dewey Dreyfus. Amazing. Yes.
3: And America Ferrara. Ah.
4: Jared Carmichael.
3: Yes. Oh, Amy Pola. How did we overlook? We didn't overlook Amy Pola. I was saving her for last. And Charles Barkley, I was saving him for first, actually, because I didn't declare up first.
4: I get to hang out with this guy. And this is your chance to hang out with Norman Lear a little bit here and some of these great guests.
3: God, I wish I was you hanging out with Norman. Lear. Yeah, <laughs> son of a gun! See, that must be exciting.
2: It's yeah. the best. I'm oh. telling
0: you. Don't miss all of the above with Norman Lear. Download new episodes every week on the Podcast One app or subscribe at PodcastOne.com. <laughs> This is The Skinny Confidential, him and
3: her.
1: Today we have one of the most charming, charismatic couples on social media, Bronson and Wesley Christensen. They have three kids who all have movie star looks and they're total hustlers. Wesley has a blog called w.com and a new YouTube channel, which I highly recommend you guys check out. And Brono co-founded Ghost Mouse, which is a design studio. Welcome, you guys. Hello, Thank hello. You. We're so excited to have you guys on. We're excited and nervous.
2: No. Welcome don't. to the
1: show. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. God, <laughs> This is the shit I have to deal with. Dun, dun, dun. We had a little whiskey before.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm Just nervous. Just a touch.
1: No, don't be Kevin, nervous. Kevin, w- w-
2: what happened, man? You, you, what is this? You gave me the cheap shit. Where's all the good stuff? What is this? Dewar's? It's from ni- 1934,
1: man. Michael, don't be high maintenance. So, I really wanted to have you guys on because you have an amazing story about your kids. Like, the whole, the whole thing. You guys had kids at 19? Bronson
4: was 19. I was 20. I'm a touch older.
1: And how do you guys do it? You have three kids now, and you both have movie star looks, and all the kids have movie star looks. Oh, gosh. Thank you. First of all, the kids
4: are seriously beautiful. It's like uh, we don't know how that happened. We try really hard. They just came out pretty. They're and, nice, gorgeous. and funny. Yeah, we're lucky. Yeah, I've, like, you. zoomed in and showed Michael. I'm like, we have to have kids like this. No,
2: they're so cute. Well, Lauren was, like, a few years ago, you know, before we actually physically met you guys, <laughs> Lauren, like, really was, like, creeping me out. She's like, hey, look at this little girl. And she was <laughs> zooming in. Sorry. Uh, was it Zuri? Zuri. Zuri, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. spot talent. And, and, and you know, th- not this is... Zuri is a very pretty young girl. But I was like, Lauren, what are you doing creeping on these two people and, like, Stalking zooming in on, on their kids? Children. I'm like, this is, like, this is not normal behavior.
1: Well, no. we met on Instagram. Yeah. Which is really funny. But it's, like, very 2017, I feel like. Yeah. Totally.
4: And I think we met through a juice cleanse. I feel, I honestly don't remember. But I remember you reached out to me, and I was high. I was excited about that. Oh, my! I God. remember being like, oh, because I knew of you.
1: OK, well, I knew of you and I reached out through Instagram because I saw your beautiful family. And I think we did a juice cleanse together yes. in like a group with Jeff. We had a group text. Yes. Yes.
3: Or people water, maybe.
1: Yeah, because you guys did people water, right? Yeah. You did the design of the bottle.
3: Yeah, I co-founded people water with a couple of friends.
4: And one of the guys was on The Bachelor. Jeff, what's his last name? Jeff Holm. This is how it all happened. I remember now. Mm-hmm. It was through The Bachelor that we kind of connected somehow.
1: Yes. And also The American, who's another guy on Instagram. We all mm-hmm. did this juice cleanse with him. And I just immediately liked Wesley. You had, you had like a personality through the screen.
4: Oh, thanks.
1: And then I met you, Bruno. Loved you, too. And you. we met in person like years later. We went to dinner.
4: Yeah. We yeah. randomly hooked up, went to dinner, and then we fell a little bit in love with you guys. Yeah, because you're so You know what's funny
2: is, like, because, and you, I'm your partner, Jeff, who I speak to pretty regularly, we, like, kind of talk through Snapchat, right? Was, that, was I talking to you or was mm-hmm. I talking to him? And then we actually had, like, a dinner meeting, and we've done a little bit of work yeah. together since then. It's just weird how social media
3: works. It's like- crazy. And when we met, it was, like... We knew each other for years.
4: Because we had. I feel like Well, that's because we stalked your family and knew knew exactly what you you were doing. We zoomed in on my children. I zoomed in on your children. I'm sorry. We were babysitting
2: them when you guys were out of the house. (laughs) You didn't know about it, but... Oh, you guys do
1: have the cutest kids in the whole entire world. Thank you. So you're 19. You guys met in high school. Yeah. Okay, tell us about
4: that. Okay, we were... I moved to Utah my senior year of high school. So we were 17 and I met him. He had a girlfriend and I had a boyfriend, like a long distance, like a four-year relationship. He was with this girl for a while too. Like we were both pretty serious. Yeah. Um, We were just great friends. For, for a whole year. He would always call me to hang out with him and his girlfriend. This is a funny fact. I have vivid memories of hanging out with Bronson, with him holding his then-girlfriend's hand, kissing her, singing songs together, and I'm just like hanging out in the back seat, and then...
3: This is true. I don't know why she would hang with us. What, what were you guys... He would
4: call me. He would call me. His girlfriend never called me, but he would be like, hey, we're doing this. Come hang out. And I would show up, and it would just be him and his girlfriend. I was like, okay. Whoa. What were you trying to do there? He was kind of know. a little cheaty. <laughs> now that I look back, such a no. cheater. They are a little cheaty. He was. No. He, but it was for me, so I can't be mad. Right? <laughs>
3: yeah, I guess so.
4: so, so you want to wh- tell them the story? You guys get married at
1: 19? 19. 19. I was 20. I feel like in Utah, though, that's
4: like a lot of people get
1: married at 19. That's not like weird, right?
4: It was yeah. the cultural norm. I mean, we were young even for Utah standard. I feel like... 21 22. So we were really really young. I was pregnant. So I was 3 months pregnant when I when we got married. And that
2: Is that so standard in Utah?
4: That is so unstandard yeah. in Utah. Yeah, we were it. the black yeah. sheep of that oh, whole yeah. little We were the talk of the town for a while there. I mean, we our friends literally had bets like, "Oh, when is this thing going to fall apart?" And we I totally. think it honestly kind of fueled our fire to be like, "Whatever.
3: We were set up to fail." I mean, when we got married, we had $400 combined.
4: We combined our we bank like, account stoked. that day. we were like,
3: okay, hey, we're going to combine. How much do we have? 400
4: And we were like, woo!
3: With a like, baby yeah. on the way. We were tripping. <laughs> we were losing our shit.
4: And were you guys living at your parents? Like, what was yes. the- Totally, yeah. So I, we went from living with our parents to moving in together than to having a child. There was no this, like, exploration phase of let's figure out who we are as individuals. It was like... You are a child in your parents' home, and now you are raising a child. Like, it was like that. Kids raising
1: kids. Kids basically. raising kids.
4: So you have a baby, and do you know what to do?
1: No. No. What and were you doing at 19? Do you know what I was doing at 19? I was swinging from a bar with my top off, I think. I
4: know. <laughs>
1: what? Probably.
4: <laughs> Every, that's what you should be doing at 19, but we had a baby. But the thing about us is that we kind of... I gave us grace. I knew... I didn't expect... Our se- myself and him to be like these perfect like responsible parents at 19 like I wanted us to still be 19 so we were responsible and great with Zuri and then we would have our time where we could let loose and it was in a like contained situation where she wasn't around but like we still gave ourselves those times because it's like imperative for growth you have to figure it out we just had a baby doing it it was crazy
3: and the first of our friends.
4: Yeah, or, so like, we had no people example. People that we
3: were going to for advice was like our parents
1: and
4: their friends. And were your parents helpful? So helpful. But you know how parents parents like they want they want they wanted to help too much. So we found ourselves trying to pull ourselves away from parents just so we could figure out who we were as a family, who we were as a couple, like how we wanted to raise our daughter and the way we raise our kids. I feel like it's is so, different. Yeah. I feel like there's no how do you even so, explain it? Yeah. You beat to the tune of your own drum. Yes. I can see that. I yeah. like that. I we love that. We just do about what feels good. So mm-hmm. the, people would come to moms all the time and be like, "Oh, you have to have your kid, you have to they can't co-sleep with you, they can't." And by the way, there's no internet back then. Like that, not like there is now. And if there was, I wasn't utilizing it like I I would be now. But it was just like a hodgepodge of people flying at you with with advice and they're like, "This is what you have to do if you want your baby to do this." And none of it worked. For me so the minute that I tuned every person out and stopped reading books and I just did what felt right I started to be like oh like like I'm kind of a good mom like this is working like my daughter's happy I'm happy we're doing our own thing and I remember being ashamed like okay whatever I'm doing since no one else is doing it it's not right so I'm just going to keep it to myself because I am a freak of nature and I'm the only one doing this way and it's probably wrong but it's working and now the older that I've gotten I'm like okay i It's just do whatever you have to do to make it work for you. That's kind of the only advice I'll ever give to a new mom is that. Like, shut everyone else out and just do what feels good.
1: Totally. I totally agree with you. My sister will be walking her baby, and she's young. She's 24. And moms will come up to her and say, You know, you, you need to do this or you need to, you need to put a sweater
4: Mm -hmm. like back off. And when you're tired and when you're not sleeping, those little comments, they like hurt. You'd go home and cry. Like it's, it's a weird. And then all the people that come up to you and you're like, you better enjoy this. This is going to go so fast. And these were the best moments of your life. And you're sitting there and you're like, no, this, this sucks. Like no part of this is fun. I love this little baby, but like I hate this. I needed that. I needed that as a young mom. What's the pregnancy or the newborn? Like what's the what's where do you say when you say that sucks? Like give me an example. Like okay, so when you have the baby, it's so fun. Everyone wants to see the baby. The baby sleeps all day. You're like falling in love. You are drunk in love with this little tiny baby. You get it. Like seeing your husband or whoever you're with have a baby. It's like oh, you like them so much more. Like, you love each other now. Wait until there's a baby. You're going to, like, love that human more than you ever thought you could. Oh, but, really? Yes. It's a whole other <laughs> She's already way. so
2: up my ass. You know oh, I mean?
4: she's going to, it's going to be even deeper. You just wait. <laughs> deeper? It's going to be deeper. <laughs> so, you think that, like, towards maybe, like, it's the like n- the middle, like, when the, when the newness has worn off, but the baby's still not sleeping through the night. It's like when the baby's four months old and everyone's like, okay, he's back to work. No one cares about your new baby. You should figure this out by now and you're sitting there and you're like i haven't slept i haven't eaten i haven't showered and no one cares and it's not new anymore and then you're left the dynamic with Brono, like when all
1: this is going on like what's your dynamic with your husband oh how do you think i am when i have a baby
3: you're great with babies she's super fun we'll go out we'll do stuff i feel like for the first few months like we don't have anything to offer the baby besides, like, holding him. Like, we don't have a boob. Tell me what I'm
2: tell me what I'm in for here because I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I'm trying to. You know, we're getting a lot of advice, we're getting a lot of feedback here on what we should be doing for babies. You know, and and I like what you said about you know doing what works for you. But what I mean, at 19, you're probably just shitting yourself, obviously, not knowing what the hell is going to happen. What am I looking at as a 30 year old man now? I feel like I've I've just figured out how to like somewhat take care of myself, but I'm not quite there when a little kid comes along, what are you doing in this? Like, how are you, I don't want to say, how are you being helpful? Cause that sounds like you're not, but what can you contribute? Like as a 19 year old kid, you're like, what, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like cause I'm, I'm putting myself, I'm going back to when I'm 19 and, and Lauren's dancing on the bar. I'm picking myself up from under the bar, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
4: You were helpful. I think that you, I think the best part about Bronson was that when I asked for his help, he would help, but he also knew not to step on my toes like I feel like it's a very I feel like the mom's and the babies
3: there's something special for sure with yeah. the mom and the baby
4: there's like, like a connection,
3: yeah, like obviously I'm there to help like if the baby's crying, like I'll go on a walk.
1: Are you a diaper changer?
3: totally okay, oh, so well. I will change a diaper faster wouldn't. than anyone. I'm so good at it.
1: There's a lot of men out there that won't change a where diaper. I, where
2: I think I connect with you, like you're, you're similar to me in the sense that, like, you don't get caught up in all the, you know, like, you're, like you're a tough dude. You're, I think you're a tough dude because you'll say something like that. Like when guys come in and say, "I won't, I don't change diapers, I don't do that," I'm like, "You bitch!" You know yeah. What I mean? Like, yeah. You gotta be it's your kid. Yeah, I mean, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like not like you're gonna leave him. And will you shit? nurse the baby? I mean, obviously not because I don't. You would
4: no, know. but you Michael, had, the baby will try to nurse you. I and will you do should whatever I gotta it. do. What yeah. really do you know tri- that yeah. the baby, so you do skin to skin when you have a baby and you, the man is supposed to take off his shirt and do skin to skin and the baby doesn't know what's a boob and what's not. It's natural we'll always trick. Yeah, we you trick the baby. The baby tries to suck on their boob. And it is the cutest thing ever. And I would, bro, you liked it, too, in yeah, a weird way. You just allow it. You just let them try. It's kind of cute. Yeah. And then they suck on a your bit. face.
2: I mean, if I walked in on a baby sucking on Bronno's tit, I'd probably be a little...
4: <laughs> You'd maybe, be nervous, but you just wait, I, Michael.
2: I would be very nervous if I walked in on that. I don't yeah. know what I would do. Same. I would, too.
1: I just think it's so incredible that at 19, you guys have this huge undertaking, you have a brand new baby, and you kind of just have to figure it out. We that literally, to I figure it out.
3: Like, when we were leaving the hospital, I was like, okay, um, where's the manual? Like, is there a manual for this? Like, we well, you got to put this baby in the car seat? How do we do it? They kind of, like, show you how to do it, but then you're on your own, like... Yeah, you we can home. give advice, and we can get it from our parents, but raising a kid nowadays is so different from when they were raising us, you know?
1: Yeah, it is different. And and also, I think it's now more acceptable to do you. hmm totally that's what it seems like i mean i'm going to put my blinders
4: on and i'm not that's just how i am oh it's changed even in 5 years like the way i'm raising ozzy i would never share what i do with ozzy that i did with zuri and zuri's eight ozzy's two like it is more acceptable so much more acceptable now to kind of be like ah oh, whatever Let like run, he's also
1: a boy too i
4: feel like it's maybe different with a boy or is it the same totally different yeah it's like
1: totally
3: different. it's crazy i was kind of nervous when we found out we we're having a boy
4: we actually didn't want a boy after two, I'm like girls. I don't know
3: how to do this,
4: and oh. it's really different.
3: Oh my gosh, so different. He's just he loves cars and trucks and motorcycles, and like when he falls, he like gets up embarrassed. Where the girls, it's like when they fall, you're like we're both running to them. They're sobbing. It's like a huge deal, but like with Ozzie, he just falls and he's like up. Uh.
4: Like, you pretend it doesn't it. happen. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's such a different dynamic. It's with
3: such place. a trip. How oh, are,
4: is he kind of a mommy's boy? It seems like a boy would be a little bit oh, more attached honey. to the mom. Yeah. He literally calls me honey. He'll say, oh, honey, mama, sweetie pie, love. Like, he, that is how he talks to me, and I die. Oh, I can't my God. Even... You got to get that on, like, like you got to record that. It is the best thing that's ever happened. Like, he is the best boyfriend I've ever had. And he's like, way so sweet. Like, he's so sweet.
3: My business partner, Jeff, and I will be, like, midday. And there was a point for a few months where he would say, Oh, about everything. So we would call him on FaceTime and show him a photo of a dog, like a little puppy, and he would go, Oh, and we'd just go through for like 10 minutes and then we'd hang
4: everything. up. Everything. He'd be like, Oh, oh, cute. Oh, cute. It's but the best. he is so funny. What's easier, boys or girls? Boys. Really? So much easier. Really? I am out of my mind with Ozzy. Like, I'm running around chasing him, and he is into everything. So that is a lot, and my house is messier. But girls are so emotional, and our girls especially are so, like, intuitive, and they know if I'm off, they'll come to me, and then I'll have to explain myself. Like, I have to be on it with my girls. And Ozzy, I can kind of just, like, keep him busy, and he is happy as can be.
1: So how do you decide after
4: 19 that you're going to have another little girl? We were idiots. We what do you complete- mean? Did you make the decision? Or like- I made the decision because I wanted Zuri to have a sibling. I didn't want another baby, but I wanted Zuri to have a sibling. And I knew it was stupid. We were on WIC. Like, I did, we didn't have a pot to piss in so you have no money you have no money and and you decide we're "We're gonna have another baby I have to have another baby it's the stupidest decision I've ever made crazy but the smartest at the same time it's the smartest because I had a faith that we would figure our shit out and I also knew that we were young like that is what a young person does that we were doing internships and we were always trying to get our foot in the next door but I didn't want to stop the progression of our family just because we weren't financially ready it's
1: smart. I, you yeah. know what? I actually think that's really smart. I was saying last night that the theme of my childhood was figuring it out. Like I always had to be resourceful and just figure it that out.
4: That is exactly what we've done. Yeah. We've just and we're and continuously it's been ten years. We've been married ten years, and we're still in that mindset. It's when kinda, do you ever figure it out? I don't you're think always you fucking ever figure figuring it out. It out. Totally. Exactly.
2: You're so like, I wanna I wanna kinda go back now, knowing all this and like kinda hearing your story. There's obviously while this is going on, there's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah right for both of you because you have a you know, newborn you have another one on the way and like you said you have to figure it out and you don't have a lot of financial means to support you at the time so when you're in that mindset and you're that stressed like what do you guys do as a couple it's not, it's, it's actually you know obviously you guys love each other and you've gotten stronger but it's probably difficult for a relationship to, mm-hmm. to be going through all that have kids struggling financially what do you what do you do
4: we uh, – w- I think that we were so naive that it was to our benefit. Yeah. Like, it was so bad, and we were too dumb and young to even realize how gnarly it was. So that was to our benefit. So you were and ignorant we were kind of a little totally bit. Totally ignorant, yeah. and we were optimistic. So being optimistic together – and we would dream together. Every night we'd, we would go to bed, and we'd be like, oh, okay, in a year we could be here. And, and then maybe you'll get this job, or maybe I'll do something. Like, we were always kind of dreaming for what was – The next big
3: thing or something.
4: Yeah, and always working towards it. If we got stagnant, then it would be like, oh, this is bad. Like, we don't have, I mean, it did, it got scary. There was multiple times where it got, like, gnarly, but we just kind of.
3: Like, she was on food stamps. We were. Like, she was, we lived, we were living in downtown LA.
4: We lived on Skid Row, not like as a homeless person, but like on 7th and Main. (laughs) That's (laughs) gnarly. And we lived in a 600 square foot studio apartment without one wall. There was not a wall. Like the kitchen, bathroom, and your bedroom was all in the same same room. And you're pregnant, or you had? You... I was pregnant. I was pregnant, and I had Zuri. And I remember I couldn't. I needed to work, but I couldn't afford daycare. To put Zuri in. That's got to be really hard. Oh, it was so gnarly. So I decided to move from L.A. and leave him. He was doing internships, and you were starting People Water, right? Yeah. That was the time? So I remember just leaving L.A. and working in Utah so I could have, like, my mom. That's when family is a big help, like, when, when they can step in and take care of your kids when you can't afford it yourself. And then we would sacrifice. Like, we didn't live together for seven months at one point. You were in L.A. and I was in Utah. It was a long time. Like, I remember you came home right before I had. I think that's right when Instagram came, It was. Right right when Instagram came. Okay. I remember him coming home from L.A. and he's like, this thing called Instagram. And I'm like, you just think you're so cool. You, like, live in L.A. and now. I was, like, bugged. I was like, get off that. It's so dumb.
1: I think I just remembered I found you through Meg Leg's legging line. Oh, my god. That's gosh. how I think I found you. Yes. That was so old school. This is like you guys right when Instagram was starting. It was the yep. beginning, like yeah. in the early, early months. Yep. And you started putting, I think you started, you like were showing your family, and I think you were pregnant. I, I was.
4: Okay. I was so and I was like, oh my
1: God, she's so cute. Cutest pregnant woman. Yeah. This that- is
4: before hashtags. Like, this is before there was anything. Like, it's crazy you found me. So, I, how,
1: not. so
2: what, so what was, what, what came after that? So, you guys are struggling and it's like and you're separated. How do you come back together? Is it people water takes off a little bit? Or yeah. You yeah. Start, okay. So,
3: we started people water, the bottled water company where we give back um, every bottle purchase we gave. You know, freshwater people in need. We'd go to Africa and all over to build wells. Um, But when we got funding to start that, is when we moved to Utah, and that kind of got us back afloat.
4: Okay, and then you have the baby. And then we had the baby. And to be honest, we didn't reconnect. Like, it was there was so many times where I was like this is crazy like we made a mistake like we were idiots we we're too young to be married like we had lived apart for so long I was like ugh
2: so were you guys separated or were you just no
4: we just financially had to live apart so we never but so like, you guys were
2: still a, you guys were still a couple totally still a couple
4: yeah. talked every night but I remember when he tried I'm like a very like independent person like, almost loner type woman, where I like, I'm fine in my own space and my own time. I like having my own schedule. So, after being separate that long and then him coming back, like, into my space and my routine, I remember being like, oh, yeah, like, this is hard. Like, who are you? Like, what are they, like? Feeling like, you know, when you're young, like, someone leaves for six months and they're a different person. And hormones, you're pregnant. Like, oh, I was crazy. I also think this is like a good tip
1: for like the audience, too, is that a lot of t- the times people look on Instagram at these perfect relationships. And- and they just they just see perfection. I, I mean, for me, a relationship is work.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you're constantly working yeah. it. It's not like I think that's what makes a good relationship. Totally. It's just constantly putting in the work. And you said that you maybe disconnected for a little. That happens. That's Mm -hmm. part of the game. You reconnect
4: instead of just giving up. And you have to evolve. Mm -hmm. I couldn't ever hold him to like, oh, this is who you were then. Like, we both were. You just change. You evolve. And you force the relationship to evolve with you.
1: So you have another baby.
4: Yeah. And you're living in
1: Utah together. Mm Yeah. And
4: how is that? Okay, so one was crazy. One was like the biggest... Lifestyle change, you can imagine. Two was so fun. Like, having two kids was, I feel yeah. like, the best time in our lives. Like, they Zuri was so cute. She had, like, this little baby doll to take care of. That's when People Water was really fun. It, I would say that's one of our funnest years. Those years in Utah when we had Remy and Zuri and we were doing People Water. It was really fun.
3: Yeah. Two is fun. We yeah. each have one. And
4: know. then do you guys... Is
1: this when you guys started Rise, too?
3: No. So, from people water, we then went to San Francisco and I worked for an architect studio where we would do big corporate buildings like Google's of the world and
1: Everything.
3: Vans and Adobe and all those.
1: And you're so creative.
3: And you're doing design at the time? Yeah. Architectural design? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interior design. And then we kind of, it was just an architect studio and then me and my buddy Corey, we brought like all disciplines in. So we brought in you know, designers and uh, videographers and photographers and product designers. So it's not—it's like this whole um, one-stop shop for these brands, right? So if like a Google wants this really great experience for their office, like why wouldn't everything be under the same roof? The brand messaging is way stronger that way. So we did that, and then from there, Wes and I actually we were in SF at the time, and we took a trip to Thailand. And went to the Lantern Festival. Tell them
4: how I got to go on the trip. We lied a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah. We go, oh, yeah, Wesley knows how to shoot video. <laughs> we said so that we...
4: I was a photographer, so I could go on a free trip. Yeah. So and we... you were pregnant, right? Ha, not, not at that point. Not, not at pregnant, this point. Right?
3: So we go to Sydney to shoot this event, and Wesley crushed it. Like, I had to teach her, like, all the settings and everything, and then, like, let her go on her own. I was tripping out, but... Like the news, Sydney News, like used all of her footage. They used
4: my clips, and they did not use his. Yeah, that is so <laughs> funny. It was
3: awesome. So from there, we then went to Thailand, and we went to the Rise Festival, and that thing was
4: the out Lantern of this Festival. World. It wasn't
3: the Rice or, or the Lantern.
4: Explain
1: what that is for people that don't know, because it looks really incredible.
3: Yeah, so the Lantern Festival
2: you know, are these? What can they search? Like Thailand Lantern Festival,
3: yeah, yeah okay. or Rise Festival. I mean, any Lantern Festival will bring up photos, but there are these rice balloons. Rice paper balloons the f- has has this little fuel cell on the bottom, and you light it, and then they fill up with the air, and then you release them. It's like real You'll see life. Them at weddings and tangled. Stuff. So it's real life. Tangled that Disney show. You might not know, but with kids, it's like
4: I know we don't. <laughs> you not you're tangled.
3: <laughs> okay. Huge Disney. It's like Snow White level.
4: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got to watch it this <laughs> weekend.
3: Yeah. So we went there, and we it was out of this world like i've never seen something so beautiful and we're like okay we got to bring this to the u.s and then we came back i was still at Rapt at the time and i was kind of designing rise right on the side and then finally we like got a permit to do an event right outside of vegas and then it was real at that point
1: point. and we crushed it
3: and we crushed it yeah so then from there from Rapt, i moved back to utah
4: Mm. quit wrapped started rise full-time it was like a really exciting for us as a family it was like oh my gosh it's happening like that was our whole lives up until that point like he didn't have to have a nine-to-five job it was so exciting i didn't have to work for the first time in like what how long were you married seven years
1: you created your own like strategic destiny by 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 doing this it seems like
4: yes I yep. love but that. he had to work. I mean, you were working two full time jobs. He had a full 40 hour week job during the week. And then he would come home and correspond with factories in China all night long. Like, you didn't sleep for a year. Like, I don't know how you even yeah. did it. He didn't sleep. He actually turned into a skeleton. Like, his body, I swear to you, it almost killed him. But you didn't die. You're here.
1: (laughs) I think that's a good message (laughs) for the audience, too, is that, like, if you want to do something and do it right, like, all those hours, people probably didn't even understand how much you put into it. No. No one. No one
4: understood. you got to bust your ass and hustle, and it's the late nights. And and you have to have a partner that understands. If I would have put my foot down, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that's really important. Like, I had to just be like, okay, this is going to be a very temporary year for us, and it's going to suck. And it did. But, like, out of it came something really, really cool. it, it, it's like we had to put all that time in to get a little bit more freedom. Yeah, you guys are... One thing I admire
1: about you guys is that you're very team-like. I think that's so important in a relationship mm. to it's be one unit. I see that in you guys. We totally. t- We really try. Like, I always want to make sure that, that we're constantly working I mean it's you work at it again Mm -hmm. working to be
4: that like team in that unit it's so important so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be worth it if if I felt like he wasn't as into my life as I was into his I'd be like see you later like it's not it it would not work
1: yeah that's a good tip too I think for anyone out there in a relationship is it's important to be a team Mm -hmm. like a unit so you launch Rise yeah it, it kills it kills it and you have two
4: kids under four. I had I had Ozzy five weeks before Rise Festival. That's got to be stressful. I remember calling their secretaries and scheduling my labor and delivery with their secretaries. Like, make sure you give Bronson a day so I can give birth.
3: Yeah, it was pretty bad. Did you have to working?
4: schedule the like? You have to schedule. A I that was the birth that I scheduled because I knew if I it wasn't scheduled, he would have missed it.
2: What the hell are you guys eating? To make you so fertile? <laughs> yeah, well, honestly,
4: I'm I like was What the guys, hell's going on here? I was not I eating. have a baby in a swimming pool. Like I could get pregnant. It's not okay. Like I, it's, I'm too fertile, and it's a problem. I've been on birth problem. control forever. Like or like I've, been... I got pregnant with Zuri on birth control. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. You were taking it like I'm. Not I had the, the Nuvaring. Like, oh. I had Nuvaring, so it's like in you, and you leave it in, like it was in. Wow! Found out. I don't I think pregnant. I've ever heard that. Nuva
2: ring just like, well, we're never going to get an. It's an advertiser now. <laughs> <laughs> Nuva ring you fucking blew it, man! Come on, I Nuva.
4: Nuva. God, what I was the on fuck? birth control. It did not work. I was
2: really going for that one too. I was like, <sighs> y- 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 you know, now, now we're not going to get them.
4: No. No. no shit, you guys. God God damn, we just dental ruined damn. it. Dental yeah. dam.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you got pregnant on birth control. I got pregnant on birth control. I've been on birth control since I was in ninth grade. And Michael's like, okay, it's time to get off. And I'm like, eh,
4: but I like what it does for my skin. Speaking of I hormone. know, I missed that. I'm not on it, though. I won't take it anymore.
1: Okay, but I actually have a tip right now. Like, okay. Let's do a little side note. Okay. I just found out that the thing in birth control that makes your skin amazing, because it, it does it clears your skin. Yes. You can buy the thing in the birth control Is it called progesterone? I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. I'll buy it. You can you can go to your doctor and you can just have him prescribe you the one little chemical that's in the birth control. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do is get off of it soon. My goal is yeah. ready. Maybe like in a year
4: Wait, off the record, you just pull and pray. It's the high school method. Pull and it pray. It works. <laughs> well, you know like the pull and pray? That's the theme of your friend. Boy,
1: do I ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just pull that sucker out.
2: You call that the old... Uh, you, know, you guys,
4: it's been working for a, that. Works. It works. The that's gra- that's Grandpa's old method. Yeah, it works. Hope. Just hope, 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 <laughs> hope and
2: luck. Grandpa's just, old method. Just cross the fingers and go on in.
4: i oh, Pull <laughs> oh, and
1: pray. Okay. Call so, that aim. As long as I'm on my skin thing, <laughs> selfishly, it just. I got off of it for a month once, and it was like pimples, and I was like, no, 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 no. I know. I'm not know. doing this. I'm like you'll no. regulate.
4: Okay. It will. It just needs to mellow out. Okay, so so you, you.
2: I feel like Lauren and I need somebody else in this relationship uh, at this point. Here we yeah. go. I think right?
1: <laughs> that like, you strategically brought them. Like on. at, at go, this he's point, like, to have a baby. At this
2: point, we know each other's child. Like, what the fuck else have we got to talk about? You yeah. know what I mean? We got to get somebody else in on the just conversation. You, you
4: guys would be the best parents ever, oh and I'm God. not just saying that to blow smoke. Like, I think you guys would be the That's best parents nice.
1: ever. Yeah, you guys would crush. Michael's going to do everything, and I'm going to sit back and relax. Right? <laughs> I like babies yes. though. Just feed the baby.
3: I like babies. That's I'm, good. I don't really like babies. Really? Yeah. But you like if, your if, own. Yeah. You could have
2: fooled us with how many you got.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if they're my own, oh gosh, I love them. But like, you know the little kids, they'll have the little squeaky shoes. Maybe you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. But there's these little shoes that literally squeak when
4: Every they walk. Every step.
3: It's so annoying. But we got some for our kids because
4: they're it was the
3: so cute. And we loved it. <laughs> But That's every funny. Time.
4: It's so weird how you like love your own kids. Oh, we're so we your narcissism will shine through when you have children. You're like, oh, oh my kids are. I so guess cute.
2: you're right. Like I don't. Now that I think about it,
1: you love your nephew. No,
2: I like like not like i would like your kids and i i think that's about like as far out the ring i can go right like if it's like my friend's kids and then yeah, we love our nephew and then like the inner ring would be our kids but after like a fourth ring of like somebody that i didn't really know's kids like i might not be that pumped no. up. yeah
4: then they're just dirty little people in your space i actually have to be
1: really honest i think a lot of kids can be really annoying oh yeah they are I mean, I, I'm sure your kids are amazing. No, even ours are annoying. But sometimes I'm just like, ugh, like when we get seated next to a kid and his yeah. crayon fly, like, flies in my grilled fish taco. Oh, gosh, no. Like the other day. And I, like, it's just a lot. It's
2: what did the parents do? Or what mm-hmm. did the kid do when that happened? Nothing. The parents didn't Well, do I had it. to discipline the kid. I bent him over my
1: no,
2: leg. I am <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I didn't.
1: That's another question I have, too, and we were having this conversation last night is your kid's throwing a huge fit. What do you do? What I would do is I would ignore it and not entertain it. But then are
4: you like like what do you you like what oh, do you do? The oh question my of my life. I hate it. I hate so badly when we're in public and they act out. But they they
3: don't really, though.
4: But when they do, it's like my biggest fear, and I get sweaty and hot, and I lose my shit. What do you do? Because I don't want to be like a psycho, like I can be at home. Like at home, I can just be, I can turn on like my scary voice and yell, and I'm never mean, and I don't yell at them, but like they know when I'm serious, and I'm like, whatever I say to them, they know, like, oh, mom is pissed. Like, we better listen to her. In public, I have to be like, honey, please don't do that. And I feel like a psychotic like person trying to control my anger and it only makes it worse it aggravates it but yeah it's I mean at Disneyland I've had to sit down in the middle of Disneyland with people walking everywhere and who, which kid was it I don't even remember one right. of my kids was acting out I had to sit them down in the middle of like the freeway of walking people at Disneyland and I made her sit there and sit in time out for two and a half minutes screaming kicking thrashing but she sat there and can yousmack
2: smack the kids? Is that is uh, that or is that not allowed? Not allowed. It's not allowed.
4: Can you not allowed. smack? Well, no, no,
2: let me back it up here. Let me let me let me bring it in cuz yeah, cuz I know people are going to be like, "Whoa, what's this?" you know. But, you know, when I was a kid, looking back and knowing myself, I needed a good smack myself.
1: You still need a good Because
2: yeah. Like my parents would be like, "You listen, man, you sit down for 2 minutes and you sit down for 5 and I would sit down and I would be plotting and planning my next move when I got Nothing's off that sit-down. Changed. Yeah. And Nothing's then I'd get changed. out, and I would just go even harder than I was before. And then, like, you know, I'd get to school, and I would, you know, I got in trouble. I flipped off the teacher, and He's I got so kicked bad. out of school. I was really bad, like, Mooned you know, everyone. Mooned everyone, everyone. got suspended. Used to oh, get in a horrible kid. All these oh things. My and
1: so, That's why I liked him. He was the bad boy. Yeah. yeah, But, like, not
2: like, I'm not, like, a bad boy where I'm, like, in the parking lot, like, doing drugs or, like, no, hurting people. No, he doesn't people. do drugs. Just, like, you know, screwing around, you know. You like, were a little wild. Yeah, but.
1: He was a bit like face lotion moment and I know I know
2: you can't like beat up a kid right like I'm not trying to beat up kids yeah (laughs) it's fucked up right but (laughs) I know you can't do that but like I needed like a good like wooden spoon on the ass you know what I mean like for me and like is that not that's not appropriate anymore right a wooden spoon no I'd
3: feel weird like hitting my kid yeah, because like, I got beef. I guess you have
2: girls because <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, but... I know my si- my sister's like they never had any issues But like my dad sent. like my dad to me is like listen You're gonna get the spoon or the belt and I like, yeah. people now they're probably like oh, man I can't believe I do that But I'm telling you as the one that was on the receiving end like, it, I needed it, that it, shit. Yes, because if I didn't I was gonna run I was gonna run that house I might have you know, got you know a mouthful yeah. of
1: soap a couple times too
2: and hot sauce. Yeah Yeah, so I, too.
1: I but I guess it's like, so, different times. What
2: happens if you have okay? So this is now we're transitioning if you have a kid and he's getting out of control or she's getting out of control and you're in public and they're not responding to the two minute timeout. What do you do? Like as a parent, like what can you do?
4: I've learned to match their behavior. The more outrageous they go, you match it. So if they want to keep going and elevating it, so like I, it was the Disneyland thing like I remember my kids listen to me I have put the fear of God into them and the fear is like they are scared of me they are not scared of Bronson Bronson is so sweet and so nice and they'll go to him and be like dad they're not like that with me like I will I am the wrath of mom so I remember I feel like it was Zuri and she was just mouthing off or whining or pouting and it just escalated it got further and further she started ripping her hand away from me walking backwards like she was going to run away and I was like you're in Disneyland kid like where are you going to go and I remember I remember her, like, going, like, ugh, like, something outrageous. And I was like, okay, sit down. She wouldn't sit down. So it's escalating more and more and more. So as she would just get meaner and meaner, same as I. Like, I would just, like, freak out. And I remember her looking at me like, whoa, like, you're really freaking out. I'm scared of what you're going to do next. And then she just stopped. Yeah,
2: you know, oh. it makes sense. Yeah. Because I was a kid one time, one time, a long time ago, <laughs> many years ago, a long time ago. Okay, Michael. And... Uh, I was throwing this fit. Uh, I think I was like six years old, and I was at the Del Mar Fair. You guys have been in the Del Mar yes. Fair? yeah. And I was throwing a fit. My mom, like, she probably, poor, I'm sorry, mom. She'd be like, probably, this poor woman probably spent like $300 on these stupid games, and I was losing every time. And I, but I knew I was close. Like, I was like, I'm yeah. going to get this ring on the bottle. Like, if, <laughs> I'm going to get the prize. And she wouldn't let me play anymore. And so I started throwing this huge tantrum, and like, I was slowly, like, doing what your mm-hmm. daughter did, and like, creeping backwards yeah. to <laughs> pretend like I'm going to get lost. And my mom said, you know what, then? Good luck. And she jetted ahead, and, and she thought that I was going to keep up, but I lost her, and I was bawling, crying, security came, they took me away, I was in the loss and found, I thought I was lost forever. I'm like, well, I'm like one of these kids That's from Peter working. Pan, you never I'm, did it again I'm going like to that. Neverland, I'm done, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, so get we, it. So we can't hit the kids.
4: You can't hit the kids, damn it.
2: There's no one. If I have a son that doesn't respond, I might give him a little... Yeah, bring it back.
4: With Ozzy, I am more physically aggressive because that's his language to me. He's all physical, so I respond very physically. That makes sense. You match their language. Yeah, and we don't raise our kids the same way. The way that I'm raising Zuri is different than Remy and very different than Ozzy. It's like we have our same... St- it's not fair, for sure. Like, Remy will get away with things that Zuri can't.
1: And I versa. notice a lot of kids now, like, that are grown up, that grew up in a family of three. I notice that... Each one of them plays kind of a different a role. Yeah, it's very interesting. And a, one, all there's always one that wants everything fair, but nothing's going to be fair. Everyone's different a middle and, child.
4: Yes, Remy. It's Remy. Oh, Remy.
1: That's not so nice to your sister. Um, I, I only have a family. I have a family of four, so that doesn't count. But the middle, the, if there's a three dynamic, there's always one that wants it fair and mm-hmm. has their principles, and then each one of them gets attention in different ways. Yeah. Like one's maybe the more of a victim, they play the victim role. One's the overachiever and has to be so. This is us. No, I've I've like picked this up as I gotten older. I'm like,
4: wait. Are you a middle child? Yeah, you it can call it. It is so true. It's so true. <laughs> and, like, the, yeah, like, Remy responds to being the weirdo. Like, she is the weirdest little child, and Bronce and I have just decided we have to go with it. Yeah, let her be weird. And Remy has food allergies. She has food allergies. So she's, like, a little different soul as it is. She's just, like, a little anomaly. But, she, yeah, she's allergic to, like, soy, peanuts, tree nuts, everything. What do you what guys What else? Do? Oh, it was the hardest out of all my mothering. I've been doing it nine years. That the two years after that diagnosis has was the hardest, bar none. Because they're at, at like school eating cupcakes for someone's birthday, and oh. you're like, you can't have that. Yep. And then then little then their kids don't invite them over because their moms no, don't know what to feed them, and then you're like late at night bawling over it like oh how do I get my kid to have friends because everyone's afraid that they're going to die at their birthday party because they eat a peanut so and then you have to also pack them probably all this stuff which is a whole different dynamic and I'm like a lazy mom like I'm like a minimalist mother like I don't like that I don't want to do that stuff yeah. It really bugs me that I have to do that. Like, I have to go above and beyond every other mother, and it really bothers me. I don't want to, but I have to. And now it's just, it's, it's like. kind of like how
1: I don't like to make a sandwich for Michael. It's like,
4: oh, I got to be that way. Like, make your own. <laughs> I told Bronson the other day. He, do you know that he's never made dinner in nine years? Whoa. Have you wow. made dinner?
2: I've made dinner, but like, I mean. Wait, I'm Blue not-
1: Apron doesn't count.
2: I've made dinner.
1: Oh, you have. I feel like you're,
2: you're cooking a lot, actually. I've been cooking up, but I'm not like... <laughs> I'm not like i I wouldn't call myself, you know, like an expert, but I'll, I'll... I mean, for Lauren, she's like, hey, do you want some of this, like, seaweed, kelp, concrete <laughs> pasta? I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm on a health kick, so you're going to eat this. And it's like... It basically just takes, like, a piece of drywall. and
4: <laughs> Pour some sauce on.
2: I yeah. eat that, and then I pretend I like it, and I drive, you know, get some Postmates and eat in the corner <laughs> when she's not looking.
1: So what do you do when you have to, like, do all this extra work? You have three kids. That's really gnarly.
4: I used to have a pity party. I full-on mourned my life as I knew it for two years, and then I just got over it. So what do you do? You just pack her lunch I every day? I just pack her food, her own little special food, wherever we go. And does she know she's not allowed? Oh, she's so good about it. Because she's had to have the EpiPen twice, and that's horrifying to her. So she is like, I I honestly don't even have to worry about her, because she is worrying enough for me. She's like, does that have peanuts in it? Does that have soy? Does that have... She is double-checking, triple-checking everything.
1: That is so gnarly. She can't have soy and nuts. I know. Soy is in everything. Soy is in everything. Or gluten. Wow. I that's know. like that's it's all foods. What does she eat? Like give us some examples of anyone else. She out eats there so
4: there's like special bread that I buy from Sprouts, so she'll eat that bread. Like toast with butter is her staple. Okay. And she can't even really eat eggs, so we can't do that. She loves cheese. So she eats a lot of cheese and toast and broccoli and she loves parmesan cheese. So if I give her a vegetable and just douse it with parmesan cheese, She's fine. she'll eat it. Yeah.
1: Gosh, that's got to be gnarly, it's though. It's gnarly. But at least you've, like, learned to, like, adapt to it and yeah. evolve with it. Yeah, it's just now it's our normal. Now I we like it, though.
3: It. It's forced all of us to eat healthy.
1: It has that forced us. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It, 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 like, steps it up all over the whole family. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so aware. I I actually want to ask for my own selfish reasons, because it was really funny. Ozzy's lotion moment. Which one? Okay, Ozzy's the youngest. Yes. How old is he? He's two. He's two. And he seems like he he beats to the tune of his own drum oh, yeah. from what you guys have told me. And he's so cute. He's so cute. His name, too. He fits his name. Oh,
4: his name is so good. He is such an Ozzy. It's out of control. Like
1: I, That is like the cutest little name I've ever heard. Okay, so tell us about his lotion
4: moment. I literally don't know which one you're talking about. So you told me that there was one that he was sitting on the couch and you caught him eating. Oh, I know exactly lotion. what you're talking about now. So I'm an esthetician, so I have all of my nice like body lotions and face lo- like these are like jars, like a hundred dollar jar of like nice facial lotion. And somehow he snuck into my esthetics room, and this was in a he was super into chips and dip at this moment, and so he snuck into my esthetics room. He grabbed this jar and he brought it to the to the couch and I walk into the room and it smelled amazing. I was looking all around, I'm like, what is that? And I see him and I see that he's covered in white stuff, but I was like, What is that? Like, what is that? And he has a bag of chips, and I can just see him dipping his chips and eating it. <laughs> and I thought it was ranch. I was like, How the hell did he get ranch? So I walk over to him and he has my like most expensive lotion. It is in his ears. It's in his mouth, it's in his eyes, it's all over in his hair, and he is then consuming it, eating it like salsa. Is he on the couch with the lotion on the couch? On the couch. The couch is white, too. I thought it was like a powdery, like, ranch. I thought he literally got, like, a ranch packet and put it everywhere. The whole thing was white. Michael, what would I do?
2: I mean, he's I'm, not
4: allowed to sit on my couch. I'm not even so. allowed to
2: go on the couch, so you
1: <laughs> no, he's not allowed to sit on the couch.
4: A fun time.
2: Our living room should not be called a living room because nobody's living in there.
3: No, really? I
4: don't yeah. want to. No no, 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 no It's, no, it's just for living show. room. Everyone please. has that room. Because I can't. We wait. don't have that room. I can't wait to
3: like decorate our house. We see your guys's home
4: and we're like, oh, that's gonna be us in 20 years. Wait, are you guys? Why can't you like? There's nothing that you can like. Oh, like the room There is nothing you can do. You can't have any sexy time toys because they'll be used as a chew toy. It will be found. There is no safe that our children can knock it into. There is no secret spot. They Everything that I have is theirs and they use it at their convenience. So like my white couch is like I got to No, like, you just got to put it on I wouldn't even
3: bring the kids over.
4: No, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't bring your kids. You know over. what we should do? Because we <laughs> should loan you our kids just for an afternoon. I would love that. Do you want and we'll to take your dogs. I would love that. <laughs> just ha- do a trial run with our kids and you guys try to do your business with our kids. Do a podcast with them. We'll see how it goes. What just would they loan do? Them. You guys would probably love Zuri and Remy. Oh, you what about Ozzy? You wouldn't. It would be a lot of stress.
2: Michael would love Ozzy. <laughs> no. Oh, I would yeah.
4: love to like, And
2: I wouldn't hit him. I yeah. promise.
4: You wouldn't? <laughs> Thank no, you. Wouldn't.
2: <laughs> we might share a, we might share a bag of chips and some facial cream. <laughs> Who knows?
4: You guys, Ozzy is the one he escaped. He was literally not walking. He was stumbling around like a totter. Like I it's impo- we don't know how this happened. He snuck out of our house and a little old lady brought him We before we didn't even know he was gone first of all. So that should tell you something about our parenting. We had no idea he He was gone, and all of a sudden, I walk into the front room and I see a strange woman, an old lady, a scary-looking old lady, holding Ozzy, and he's butt naked. And she goes, "Is this your baby?" And I was like, "Yeah." Why are you in my house? Why? And I like go over to hold Ozzy, and she's like, "Oh, I found him in the road." And I was like, "Oh, he went outside." And she was like, "No, he went down to the main road, a block and a half away." and I was like he doesn't even walk oh my god how how did hashtag it happen hashtag me as a parent hashtag so me it's so <laughs> horrifying I can't even tell you. she turned around I took Ozzy and she turned around in disgust like I should have been caught, like CPS should have came over yeah. I can't
1: with those judge duties though like listen like sometimes things happen we don't know how it happened but it's like you know what can you do I, I think that's know. an amazing story too oh,
4: and gosh. you'll tell it until he's like 18 years old like, I know I have so much blackmail on that kid I love it I like dream of his future wife slash girlfriend it's gonna be so fun with her
1: I that's gonna be hard I feel like if you have a son and you're a mom to see I always say that like I'm always like it's probably hard as like a mom to see their son get married and date
4: another woman because like (sighs) I never thought I thought I was disgusted in those moms before but now I'm totally like he loves me first and the most I just know that
1: okay so are there more kids on the horizon do you think or are you oh maybe
3: if I could guarantee another boy.
1: Okay, so you would if, if there's a boy? Yeah, I think so. Are you doing a Kardashian moment where you're going to have maybe six or is four? Hell, like, I'm done at three.
4: My I mean, body I feel like if you done. guys
2: get a little bit closer, you'll probably get pregnant. Like, just. just I know, Not I even me. doing anything. I mean,
3: it you seems have a lot of
4: one. We can't, like, swim in a swimming pool. That's why I said, like, we have to be separate.
3: Yeah, so how Ozzy happened.
4: No, no, no.
3: (laughs) We can take this out, but it was literally.
4: You can leave it in.
3: (laughs) Christmas Eve. And we did the dirty. And I go, Merry Christmas. You're pregnant. And then.
4: By the way, we didn't talk about Ozzy. We didn't talk. Remember, we told you we do the poll and pray. Ozzy was not a discussion. (laughs) He just decided to do his own thing. And then Ozzy was conceived. He knew. he willing. He told me, Merry Christmas, you're pregnant. No. And it, I got pregnant that yeah, night. Yeah, but
3: you said that you wanted another kid. I was so like, well, maybe we, like, we
4: should talk about it. it that was the conversation. No, maybe we should talk about it. No, she was ready. It. So no! <laughs>
3: I did it and said Merry Christmas. And it turned out that it that was a one ch-
2: one, one time. Our story is similar. I said Merry Christmas, but it didn't. It was... <laughs> In a different area.
4: <laughs> you what? I don't in get it. In a different area.
2: I think that flew over her head. I mean, her face. I don't
4: get it. We're going to let it. We're going to let it. Oh, okay. It flew I over your it.
2: head. Over your right head. Right over.
4: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hit, okay. you,
2: hit you in the face. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so... If anyone wants to find you guys, you're an amazing couple. We have to have you guys back on to talk kids. Let's talk a little bit about, before we go, your businesses. Because, first, Wesley, blogged you and Brano helped... You do this blog, mostly blog do. No, Brano too. Brano has an eye for aesthetic, um, and your blog is so cute. Like I Thank love it. You. It's very, it's beautiful. It it's is cute. It's
4: cute now. You guys, it was called Love Chugs, and then we did a full on rebrand with Blog Do, and now it's called W dot com. And I'm not the best at updating it, just because mom life kind of has consumed. I like that. I appreciate, though, because yeah. each post that you do is very, like... It's thought out. Uh-huh. I I'm, I'm do it when I have something to say. There's not filler posts. It's very much like, okay, I have something to talk about, so I'm going to talk about it. I don't really, like, drag people through my nonsense. It's just like, okay, I have something important to say. I'm going to say it. Um, and then our latest venture, our ki- it was our kids' idea, is the YouTube. It's called the Itty Bitty Christensen Committee, and it is... One hundred percent, it's our kids. Like it is not us. Where they're helpers, they are creative directors. They film what they want to film, and Bronson and I just help, and they love it. It's pretty fun, actually. Itty
1: bitty Christian committee, Christensen, Christensen committee. Yeah.
2: Itty bitty um, Christian committee is a different thing.
4: Yeah. Definitely not Christian. <laughs> Christensen committee. <laughs> yes. The itty bitty Christensen committee. Yeah. Yes. That is so cute. It's pretty fun, actually. I love it. I like it more than blogging, which I never thought I would say. Oh, that's cool, Because though. I Video never wanted to be in. in front of the... Exactly. I didn't want to be in front of the camera. I, that scares me. But this is this is pretty fun. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it's something
1: it. you're yeah. doing as a family, too. Yeah. yeah. Look out keeping up with the Kardashians.
3: Oh, look out, Kim. <laughs> you then, know,
1: I will say really quick about Wesley's blog. Your blog is the only blog on the entire planet that I have gone back and read every post. And I'm not a mom, so that's really interesting. Because the way you write. Oh, thanks. I love the way you write. I think it's like... It's just, it really, you feel your voice. You feel like you're having a happy hour with you.
4: Oh, that is, that's a nice, I will take that compliment. Yeah, it's a great blog. Thanks.
1: What were you
2: going to say? Sorry. Enough. No, no, did I said you you me... in Braun with Ghost Mouse. Like, he's doing, you know, he's done some stuff for you that we haven't released yet, and he's doing some stuff right now for Wesson and I. And then we've worked together a little bit, you know, I've kind of helped them uh, a little bit on the marketing consulting side and then with some of their clients. So they do some, like, you guys do, some, you particularly do some really awesome design work. So Thank you. I think people should... Definitely utilize the services.
1: Yeah. yeah, tell us about Ghost Mouse.
3: So Ghost Mouse um, is a little studio that Jeff and I started. My business partner. We uh, we were both at agencies, and we saw that there's no longevity. It's like it's just hustling, right? It's like get a client, finish it, and then you're on to another. And so Ghost Mouse is set up. We are a design studio. We don't really like to say that. Um. And we act as a venture fund as well. So we'll either get into deals with other people that we believe in the people and the story and the product, and we'll take some ownership in it in exchange for our skill sets. So if it's branding that they need or product or whatever, um, and then we help build this brand that we have a piece of ownership. So if it gets you know acquired down the road, we get paid out. And then we also come on as the studio or agency of record where they're paying us each month to do the work they need but it's something that we own right really cool and then so it's that and then we'll launch our own products.
2: Oh, it's smart because a lot of agencies, like uh, in, not to throw any agents under the bus, but a lot of them operate in the in the realm where they really don't care about the client; they care about the retainer or the revenue that's generated. Yep. And so with this, not that you wouldn't, because I know you would care about your client, but at the same time, you have skin in the game where you're saying, "Listen, like we're going to use our expertise to actually push and help this brand grow, and we're going to do all the stuff that an agency would do." So it's yeah.
3: yeah I'm it's just cool. sick of making people money. Like I want to make my money, right? Yeah. And, and you should do... because
1: uh, let me tell you something about your design. It's incredible. <laughs> thank you. you. guys. If you guys have the Skinny Confidential cell phone cases, I basically told Bruno, like my like vision and he ran with it and I'm so happy with how it turned out. The boobs. The yeah, boobs. The boobies. You. Yeah.
3: It's just fun working with you guys.
1: Yeah, we love it. Because we... you
3: guys just have a good vision so it's, I mean, it's someone that we'd love to work with yeah you're
1: easy I I have an idea a product that's launching that I haven't kind of talked about yet and you did the the website and it looks fucking amazing It's sick. I normally have 8 million changes and this time I only had like like 50 which is like really different
4: (laughs) from my 8 million it is like my favorite website I'm so excited I love it yeah it's very
1: very cute I'm excited for everyone else to see it yeah I'm really excited I can't wait so where can everyone
4: find you guys like pimp yourselves out oh shameless plug-in ready yeah. go bronze
3: my instagram is Bruno, Brono,
1: B R O N O. I love
4: it
3: and our company is ghost mouse g-h-o-s-t-m-o-u-s-e <laughs> underscore underscore
4: ghost mouse no one gets that when you say it but yeah ghost mouse yeah um my instagram is wesley w-e-s-l-i-e underscore we love those underscores i guess yeah, they're to use them. And then my blog is w.com.
2: Oh, an itty-bitty Christensen Itty- committee. Oh
3: gosh,
4: Not
2: to be now. confused with the other group, that small group, the Christians. <laughs> 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 Don't confuse that.
1: Christensen. And we will have you guys back on to even get more deeper with kids because I have like six million more questions before okay. Michael does a pull and
4: pray. Don't do it, Michael. Talk to her before. Yeah, Michael. Don't marry Christmas me. Don't. Let's talk about what? it. What? Thank you guys for coming
1: on.
3: <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you get a chance, head over to iTunes and subscribe. Let your friends know. Let's keep growing the show, keep growing the community. If you really want to show some love, go ahead and give us a review, give us a couple stars, let us know what you think. Lauren and I would both really, really appreciate it. And with that, we'll be back next week.
0: Thanks for listening to The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick. Download new episodes every Tuesday at PodcastOne.com or subscribe now on the Podcast One app. Hey, this is Rock Diaz And this is Nina Parker. Now, we are two pop culture veterans who love nothing more than talking about the latest trending topics. Now, we're talking about everything, the relationships, music, celebrities. And maybe the banana pics I get in my DMs. <laughs> I don't
1: know. We're talking about everything.
0: All right, now you get to join us every week on our new podcast, Little Black Dress with Roxy and Nina. Check out new episodes on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe on iTunes. Guys, it's the Little Black Dress because every woman has one.
1: We discovered that my daughter was using drugs. We were really at a loss. We'd been told by so many people to kick her out, to use tough love. You can't take a one-size-fits-all approach to substance use disorders. They're all different. You are the only one that knows your child. It's a slow process, and although it hasn't been perfect, she's not using drugs anymore, we're really hopeful. We're all in recovery from this disease.
3: There's hope and help at drugfree.org. A message from Partnership
0: for Drug-Free Kids.